thank you to Kenneth Copeland Ministries for sowing the airtime for this broadcast. There's enough power in every sick room and in every hospital room to raise up that sick one that may be describing you. Yes, you yes. may be in a sick room. Yeah. You may be in a hospital room. And I want to remind you, power is present. That power is there to do a work. Believe in what's present, not try to get something, but notice that he's already made it yours. It's present right where you're at. Say, I receive that power. I receive that power. I receive it right now. I receive it right now. From the top of my head. The top of my head. To the soles of my feet. The soles of my feet. We are so glad to have you with us today for Jesus the Healer. Thank you for joining us. And the, I tell you, the Word of God just blesses us. It doesn't leave us like it found us. Yes. If we'll be hearers and doers yes. of that Word, it will take our life and set it on course. We've been talking and ministering along the lines of our authority and our dominion in Christ. And we invite you, go back and watch previous episodes if you have not already seen those because it will help you to uh, really go further in what we're teaching in line with this. But go with me if you would to the book of Psalms, chap this book of Psalm chapter eight and verse four, we're going to start reading. It reads, what is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him. So because we are on his mind, he visits us. Yes. Amen. Amen. Verse Amen. five, for thou hast made him a little lower than the angels. God made man, it says, a little lower. It reads the angels, but he, in the Hebrew, uh, because the Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew, it doesn't read angels. It reads Elohim, which is the name for God. So it should read this way, for God has made man a little lower than himself and has crowned him with glory and honor. God made man to have dominion over the works of his hands. Thou, he has put all things under our feet. Now look at this. I like this phrase, God made man to have dominion. Yes. He did not make man to be dominated by the circumstances and the challenges of this world. Right. Amen. Right. Amen. We were made to have dominion over those things that come against our life and not to be the subject of dominion. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. We were made to dominate, not be dominated. So Amen. Amen. Now, what we have to do is exercise that dominion. Mm -hmm exercise that authority. We know this and uh, it tells us in the book of Ephesians, it talks about that Jesus, that God raised Jesus from the dead above all principality, power, might, and dominion above every name that is named. And then in the second chapter, it tells us, and God has raised us up together. Yeah. And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Know this, when the head was raised, the body came up. Yes. <laughs> the body was raised. Jesus is the head. We are the body. We have a, we have a shared seat of authority. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. That is our seat of authority. Our authority stems from that seat. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Jesus exercises the authority of the head through the body. On the earth, we're the body. 
And so he exercises his authority through the body yes. on the earth. Amen. Amen. Um, we've been looking at, um, at passages that teach us about using our dominion. And I want you to see something here in James chapter 4. Go with me to James chapter 4 and verse 7. It reads, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. Now, doesn't that sound like using your dominion, your authority, when it says resist? Resist the devil and he will flee from you. So notice this. When you use your authority, when you exercise your dominion, the devil will flee. Yeah, amen. But this directive is preceded by the words, submit yourselves therefore to God. Yes. Now notice that we have two instructions. Number one, mm-hmm. submit to God, mm-hmm. then resist the devil. The result will be the devil will flee. Yes. So yes. if we want the devil to flee, we not only have to use our authority, we have to submit to God. Right. Submit to God. Mm-hmm. What does it mean to submit to him? Well, submit to his word. Yes. Submit to his plan for your life. Yes. Submit to what he's dealing with you about. What's he dealing with you about? Every day, God's dealing with us about something. If we kick against that and don't comply, we're not submitted to him. Why is it important for us to submit to God? Because our dominion flows from him. And if we're not submitted to him, what flows from him through us is not going to work as it ought. Amen. Amen. Dominion, our, our dominion only works fully as it ought when we're first submitted to the one who gave us the dominion. We can't go rogue with our dominion. You know, we can't just say, I want the dominion, but I don't want to listen to what he tells me to do. Not going to work. Not going to work. So we could say it this way, to the degree that we submit to him is the degree that our dominion will work. Little submission, little dominion. Great submission will have a greater results with the exercise of our authority. Amen. 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 So we can't, we can't just say, well, I'm resisting the devil and he's not right, fleeing. Right. Go back. Yes. <laughs> we all have to give a checkup on ourselves. Submit to God. Are we agreeing to submit to somebody? Um, you know, if a parent tells a child, go clean your room and they argue with the parent. Well, that's not submitting, right? right. You're, yes. you're not in compliance. Mm-hmm. So finally, they argue and argue, and they don't win the argument, so they give in. The parent says, if you don't go do it, uh, the penalty's fixing to come visit you. <laughs> right? What, whether it's you're losing privileges, whether you get spanked, whatever, whatever. Whether you can't go out with your friends, whatever, whatever the penalty. Um, so the child complies. They comply. All right, I'll go clean my room. But... They do it with a bad attitude. Uh Are they submitted? Not as they ought to be. Not as they ought. So when we submit to God, we don't only submit to him in obedience. We submit to him in our heart, our attitude, how we handle carrying out what he's asked us to do. Are we doing it with complaint? Are we doing it with 
uh, joy. All of this is part of our submission and it's critical to the exercise of our dominion. Amen. Amen. Uh, You think of it this way or one way to think of this is (laughs) um, what about if there's four kids in the family? One of them is old enough to really babysit the other three. The parents leave and they tell the, what, 14, 15 year old, Mm -hmm. uh, you tell, you make sure the kids, the the kids clean up their room. Before we get back, you clean up your room and have them to clean up their room. Uh All four hear that, right? All four hear that. The parent leaves and the one in authority goes rogue. And they go, get in there and clean up my room. And they go, mama said, I just have to clean up my room. No, you're cleaning up my room too. Do the kids have to submit to that? No, because they heard. Mama said, you clean your room and we clean our rooms. We're not cleaning your room just because you went rogue. (laughs) Right? Get out there and you do my laundry too. You know, <laughs> see, you can't take the, the, the authority and just yes. right, spend right. it outside the scope uh-huh. of direction. Yes. The, the directions that were given, yes. right? Uh-huh. To submit to God, we're coming under his direction. Yeah. We can't just take our authority and say, well, I want this and I want that and I want this to happen. Yeah, but is that what God said to you about your life? You see, you can't, you can't use your authority rogue. You've got to be submitted to God, submitted to the plan of God. You can't just go, if God's dealing with you, uh, you know you need to live your life in line with the word and you go and you live outside of that directive, but then you still want your authority to work when you get in the wrong place and wrong things start happening and you start resisting the devil and it doesn't work. Why? Because you're in the wrong place. You're not submitted to God. You're not supposed to be there. You know what I'm talking about. So I'm just saying this, for our dominion and our authority to work as it ought, Mm -hmm. we must be doing as we ought. Submitted to God. Amen. So it does matter when we're walking in, when we're walking in our dominion, it does matter uh, that we're sensitive to God, yes. that we're, we're following his plan for our life, mm-hmm. that we're doers of the word because then our authority works as God intended. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, disobedience will interrupt the flow of power that backs our authority. So to, to disobey God and then try to get our dominion and authority to work, the power that backs up that authority is interrupted mm-hmm. by disobedience. Yeah. So we want to make sure we're submitted. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, walking in authority and boldness, because when, you, when you're walking in authority uh, for, that God's given you for your life, there will be a boldness, yeah. not a rudeness. There is a difference. There's a difference because you know this, if someone is the manager of their department at work, 
um, they have authority over that department. Right. They have authority over the projects of that department. They have authority over the employees of that department. Um, when you're dealing with people, um, we deal with them, we deal with them honorably. Yes. Amen. We don't turn rude and say, well, bless God, it's because I got authority. The authority of God will not turn you rude to people. That's right. That's right. Uh, listen, we'll get all over the devil. Yeah. Right? right? Because we don't walk in love with him. We walk in total authority, total dominion over him. But when we're exercising our dominion, make sure that with people that may be somehow affected and involved, that comes under really our scope of authority. Make sure that we don't take the authority that God's given us as permission for rudeness. Because it's not. It's not permission. Amen. Um, it's not about getting your own way. Um, it's about carrying out and enforcing God's plan, God's will in my life. The devil's not going to bring sickness because it's not God's will that I be sick. Amen. I, we, we take our authority and we deal with lack that tries to come in, in our life because it's not God's will that we be in lack. Amen. Amen. So our dominion is to enforce his will, not our own human will. That's right. But our will that has come into line with the will of his word. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Now, um, as I had said this in a previous episode, but when, God talk, when, when the word talks about our dominion and authority that we have to exercise, um, it's not talking about personality characteristics right. and traits. Yes. People will say, well, you know, I'm just not a very, I'm not an aggressive person. This isn't talking about being an aggressive person. Right. This is talking about spiritual authority. It's not about your personality. Right. Amen. 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 You can be quite, um, it's not saying that you have to take on a certain personality mm -hmm. uh, trait before your dominion will work. Yes. Let me give you an example. Um, we were, we were giving, uh, we were being given a tour through, um, Angelus Temple years ago, my husband and I, and, um, the man who was giving us a tour had been a part of the church there at Angelus Temple when sister Amy Simple McPherson was alive. Now, Amy Simple McPherson was really a leading evangelist pastor during her day mm -hmm. of the early 1900s. And her ministry had a very far-reaching effect. Well, this man was, was part of her church when she was alive and pastoring that church. Um, he was in multiple meetings. You know, she also traveled and did evangelistic work on the road. Um, he said to us, he said, I was never, he said, every wheelchair that came into her services got emptied. He said... I never saw a wheelchair that didn't get emptied except one time. Mm -hmm. And he told us the story. He said there was a service and there were five people that were in wheelchairs in front of Sister Amy that night. I don't know if she administered to the other sick that night or what that setting was, but these five were in front of her. He said she walked up in front of the first one the first person sitting in the wheelchair and said, rise and walk in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And they just got up and walked out. Mm 
She went to the second one, rise and walk in the name of Jesus. They got up and walked out. Did the, th- did the same thing with the third, for- the, fir- the third person, the fourth person. Got in front of the fifth person and said, rise and walk in the name of Jesus. And that fifth person said, well, I can't walk. And Sister Amy said, neither could these other four. But they did. So she said, so rise and walk in the name of Jesus. They said, I can't walk. She said, these couldn't either until they put forth the effort and God's power met them and raised them up. If you will just put forth the effort, God's power will meet that act of faith and will raise you up. And they said, well, I know I can't walk. And so Sister Amy said this to them, then I have to walk off and leave you sitting here. See, that wasn't what she wanted to do. That wasn't what God wanted for that person. But because they would not um, submit. They wouldn't submit. Her authority in praying for them wouldn't work for them. See, submission is part of this. But the thing that I asked this man who was present that night and saw this, I said, can you tell me kind of her demeanor when she ministered? Did she, did she with a bold, you know, um, forceful voice minister to them? And he goes, no, she just walked up in a plain, easy speaking voice, just like, just like that. And just said it. See, it's not about your personality. Right. It's about use the dominion yes. that is yours, yes. knowing yes. that that it has to work. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 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 So she she walked up and said that to each and every one because she believed that power would work yes. when she exercised the dominion. Amen. Amen. So don't. If you might be of a passive type personality, don't become passive toward your dominion. Don't let things stay out of place just because you don't normally confront mm-hmm. situations. Right. Personally, I'm not a confrontational person. I'm talking about in my own personality, my own right. temperament. Yes. I'm not a confrontational person, but I confront. Yeah. Yes. I confront wrong. Mm-hmm. I confront the devil. Yes. I confront when things try to get out of place. Why? Because I'm not living based on my personality. I'm living based on the word. Yes. 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 My personality colors my life. It will not direct my life. Right. The word directs my life. Yes. Amen. 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 So don't, uh, don't dismiss yourself from exercising your authority and dominion because you say, well, I'm just a quiet, I'm a passive, I'm a soft-spoken person. That has nothing to do with it. When you see the light of the word, just do the word. Just do the word. Don't do personality. Do the word. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Um, you can exercise dominion over your own life anytime you need it. You don't have to wait for God to initiate it. God already initiated it by giving you the dominion. Yes. So don't wait for God to tell you to take authority. Amen. Amen. Um, now, when it comes to helping someone else, you have to have their permission to even bring your authority to their circumstance. Um, that example I just gave you of Sister Amy ministering to those 
people, those five people in wheelchairs, mm -hmm. they gave her the authority or permission to use her authority uh -huh. just by virtue of coming up. Yeah. But even so, when you give someone permission, you still have to cooperate. Right. Right. <laughs> that yes. the four, the first four cooperated yeah. with the use of her authority. The fifth one didn't. Right. Yes. So uh, you can't just decide for yourself, well, you know what? I'm going to just go take authority over this for that person and take authority. You can't do that right. Right. over people's lives yeah. because your, your authority is for your life. Yes. If you're going to bless somebody else, you have to do it at their invitation, yeah. Yeah. their permission. There are times that we read, you can read passages when Jesus, um, well, let's just look at blind Bartimaeus. Most of us would know the testimony of his healing. He's on the roadside as Jesus comes down the way. He hears that it's Jesus of Nazareth that's coming. He recognizes that's the one that heals. He starts calling out. What does he say? Uh, Jesus, have mercy on me. So he calls out for mercy. So when Jesus reaches this man who is calling out, uh, Jesus commands that blind Bartimaeus be brought to him or to come to him. So blind Bartimaeus comes to him. When a blind man is finding his way through a crowd, to one person, it's going to be obvious that he's blind, yes. right? Yes. He's, he's going to walk in a way that might not be as direct. He might be bumping into a person here or there. It's going to be obvious to the onlooker that this man is blind. But when he gets in front of blind Bartimaeus, he says, what do you want? What do you want me to do for you? It's obvious what his need is, but Jesus still needs permission. Amen. What do you want me to do? Not only that, sometimes people will ask um, for, they have their face set on something else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We don't know. Maybe Jesus, he heard, he heard blind Bartimaeus, Jesus, and Jesus have mercy on me. Well, maybe he wanted something financially. Right. Maybe he wanted something yeah. for his home. Yeah. You see, what did Brian Bartimaeus have his faith on? Right. Why, why was yes. he asking? Yes. Why was yes. he calling out? Yes. That's why Jesus said, what do you want me to do for you? That's Even right. though that he was obvious was blind, that didn't mean that blind Bartimaeus necessarily yeah. had his faith on a healing for his eyes. Yes. That's, right. That's right. So notice this. This is what I'm saying. Jesus did not minister to him until he first knew what blind Bartimaeus was giving him permission for. Yes. Yeah. And his faith was what gave him permission. Yeah. Amen. So you can't just see somebody on the road and say, I'm just going to go do this for them. You have to have permission. Yeah. Now, um, there have been times that God has shown me the needs of different people. When he shows it to me, he is giving me permission. For example, um, I saw one time um, a child being hit by a car and I took my authority over that. Mm -hmm. See, that child wasn't my child. I didn't even know who the child was. I didn't even recognize who the child was. Yeah. But about, it was probably about four months later, somebody came and gave me the testimony of a child being run over and completely unhurt. Wow. Tread marks on their body, completely unhurt. And they described the scene I saw. 
I saw the color of the vehicle. I saw the location where it happened. It was in a driveway. I saw all that. See, I didn't know who that person was. I didn't know who that was. So would my authority work? When God showed it, the authority to deal with it, he gave. But even so, I didn't deal with it till he gave me that vision of seeing it. That's what I'm saying. You can't just randomly go out and just say, I'm going to change this and change this over my family member, over, you know, a grown family member. You have to have their permission, their agreement. You can't just use your authority randomly. Amen. Then other times Christians will accuse God of failing them by saying something like, why did God let this happen to me? Remember this, God allows what we allow because we have authority and dominion. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we not, we don't, we, we should not ask why did God allow this to happen? Sometimes we need to say, why did I put up with it? Why did I allow? Because when you realize Mm -hmm. that he's already given us dominion and authority, we don't have to pray and ask him for it. When we were raised and seated with Christ, we were raised to a seat of dominion and authority. And so we have to say, we have to look back and say, some of the things that went on in my life went on because I did not exercise my dominion and authority. Amen. Amen. So we have to make sure we guard ourselves against wrong thinking that accuses God. Know this, any accusation against God is wrong thinking. Mm -hmm. Every time, every time. Blaming God for uh, people's lives going a certain direction. Blaming God for why something happened, why somebody did this to you. If somebody harmed you, God didn't tell them to. (laughs) That's a deep revelation, but God had no part of that. What's John 10, 10? Jesus... Mm -hmm. John 10, 10 says that Jesus is speaking. He says, Satan comes to steal. He said, the thief comes not but for to steal, kill and destroy. Mm -hmm. But I've come that you might have life. If something bad happened into your life, something bad happened to you, life didn't do that to you. The life of God did not do that to you. That abundant life that Jesus brings did not do that to you. It was a thief who steals, kills and destroys. So know this, any thoughts of struggling with, because listen, the devil will pump your, if you listen to him, he'll pump you full of, why did God let that happen? He will accuse God to you. If you take that accusation against God, he want, the devil's trying to dismantle your authority. He's trying to make you inoperative in the exercise and the use of your authority. Uh, God is so good to us that he gave us dominion and authority. Why? So we could dominate and never again be dominated for the rest of our lives. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So take that authority he's given and use it skillfully against anything that is not his will for your life. Amen. Well, you don't want to miss next time. We're going to keep going this direction. But until we see you then, remember this. Jesus is the healer. God bless you. To watch or listen to today's message and other messages by Nancy Dufresne, visit DufresneMinistries.org.
In the book, Victory Over Grief and Sorrow, Nancy Dufresne shares from firsthand experience how even death is no match for the mighty force of peace that is available to every believer. Order this book now at DufresneMinistries.org. We invite you to join us for our annual prayer conference here at World Harvest Church in Marietta, California, April 4th through the 6th. For more information, visit our website at DufresneMinistries.org. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, submit a prayer request, or visit our online store. Thank you to the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries for making this production possible.